Hey guys, it's Louis from Full Screen here to tell you exactly why you should be subscribed to our little podcast all about the big and small screens. Myself and Charlie bring you film and TV news and reviews. We also do special features, we're planning a ton of genre-specific podcasts, plus we're going to record loads of actor, writer and director specials in the coming weeks. For what you want to hear, get in touch with us on Twitter, Mr. Lewis Ryan and of course, Full Screen Pod. Download the podcast for free every Monday on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey everybody, this is Simon. Just a little bit of an apology from Catalyst Media HQ. This episode of the Kate Alarm Project is a little bit late, only a couple of days. Um, but I've been very busy, man. If you listened to the last episode of Temple of Nerd, you'll know why uh, I now own two businesses as opposed to one. So it's been very, very complex. It's been very busy this past week also. Uh, so apologies for this show being late. But hopefully by Monday, everything should be back to normal and every show should go as they should. Keep listening to Catalyst Media and enjoy this fantastic episode of the Katie Lounge Project. You're here with the Katie Lounge Project. I am Katie Lounge. I'm here with Jack and Leah. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Um, we're here with another show for you today. We're going to be talking about Alpha Papa, which I've not seen. I'm absolutely furious that these guys went to see it without me. So expect some snide comments there. And we're going to talk about fictional characters that we both most like to be friends with. The worst sequel to a movie ever. Um, books, films or TV shows that we loved as kids but now we can't stand Song of the Week and then we're going to finish by telling you about literally the best game ever invented invented by our very own Leah Navesay called Ten Shades of Wikipedia I don't think I invented it I think other people have done it before well I, I, I assume I that you did invent- I did just think of it on the spot but it's a pretty good game so I'm sure people have done yeah. it don't put yourself down I, I, take credit for Ten Shades of Wikipedia yeah. Well, me and my mate once thought that we'd invented the word tool as an insult, because we'd never heard it before, we'd just started using it, and then about three weeks later we heard somebody say it on TV and we swore that somebody must have stolen it from us and started using it. I heard the C word once in a play and I'd never heard it before, and then heard it everywhere, and asked my parents what it meant, and they thought that, they thought I was uh, being really cheeky. But I genuinely had never heard it before. But anyway, Alpha Papa... The one film that I wanted to see, because I never go to the cinema because I'm always working, and these guys went to see it. So go ahead, review. Uh, if you don't know, Alpha Papa is a film um, by well, starring Steve Coogan as the character Alan Partridge, who had was it three three series he had, didn't he? Yeah, it was. Well, he did uh, Knowing Me, Knowing You. Aha! Uh-huh. And then two series of I'm Alan I'm Partridge, Partridge. And then the offshoot Mid Morning Matters and My Life in Books and other little. He wrote, he wrote a book as well, didn't he? Yeah. But uh, now he's got a movie anyway called Alpha Papa. Um, working name Colossal Velocity. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you guys think of Alpha Papa? I don't know because I've not seen it. You would watch it again. That says a lot about it, the film, doesn't 
It is absolutely fantastically hilarious. What's the breakdown? Don't give us any spoilers. I know the breakdown anyway. So, like, the general premise of the film is that the radio station that they work for gets... Norfolk Digital. North Norfolk Digital, yeah. Gets taken over by a new company. One of the DJs gets sacked. And he's not very happy about it. And so he uh, decides to take revenge? Yes. I heard that he got quite bad reviews. No, he got really good reviews. Oh. I I'm, think... I must have been reading in the wrong place. Uh, yeah, I think it really depends. Like, I think if you're not possibly British or familiar with British like sitcom comedy and I think if you've not seen like Partridge that, before yeah. then it's hard to get and, isn't it if yeah. you're not with the Partridge then you're against the because Partridge it, 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 yeah there are so many little it jokes in it and some of the characters are very much don't get explained because they've been in Alan Partridge the TV programme please tell me Lynn's in it yeah and, yes and so is Michael the, yes uh, he's the daft racist yeah. The daft racist Geordie. Um, Lynn, I've pierced my foot on a spike. <laughs> you can't uh, do it, Lynn. People coming from Stoke. <laughs> she has a makeover. Oh, is she pretty? No, Did they get together? No. Yeah, yeah, there is a love interest, though. Yeah. Is it not Lynn? No. I always, no. Wanted to, I, I always wanted him to get with Lynn. He's repulsed by Lynn. Yeah. I know he's repulsed well, by Lynn, but I think it's kind of like a, a repulsed attraction. No. No. He's never never going to. She's found Jesus. Oh, God. And and he has no interest (laughs) in that. What would you give it out of five, but actually out of ten? Oh, I'd I'd put it right up there. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Nine, yeah, I would say. Nine out of five. Eight and a half out of five. But I can imagine that if you've not seen Alan Partridge before, you might give it a lot lower because you won't get it. So I'm going to review it again oh, when I've actually that, seen just it. Just as a film on its own, it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, Does he... I saw, like, a little... Um, I don't know whether it was a clip. I can't really remember. I don't know whether it was a clip or a poster. But he didn't look like the Partridge. He looked like the Coogan in it. Does he have the Partridge wig? It's got to be a wig. Mm. He does. He, he's all he's all Partridge all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's very, very much so. Yeah. What's the funniest bit in it? Without spoiling too much. Um... I think the funniest bit is there in one of the recording studio, uh, studios and during a pretty intense moment they open up a cupboard and, and Michael, the security guard, sitting in the cupboard and he's been in there for several days with him. I think you've just spoiled a bit of it. I think it was a nice surprise when Michael came out. <laughs> Well, I'll still be surprised. But you, you don't, you downloaded a North Norfolk, not no no no, it's a tongue twister, isn't it? North Norfolk digital radio app, didn't you? Yeah. And I did as well, but I never listened to it fully. Did you listen to it fully? Because Alan Partridge has got an app as well. One pound sixty nine, I believe. It's only ninety nine p. It's obviously gone less since I downloaded it. <laughs> That's pretty funny as well. Did you download the soundboard? No. Mm, I need to do that. that What's your best Alan Partridge quote? From the series, from the movie, from anything. From Aha. 
ruddy hell, it's soft cell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so unfunny. But because he's just said it in the middle of a radio broadcast, it is funny. Ye make pigs smoke. <laughs> you, you feed me feathers to swans. So what's the matter with that? They, uh, they, they get the fat so they flow better. Really? No, not really. Or to cretin. <laughs> you have giant chickens and you keep them in sheds. Stop getting Bond wrong. <laughs> Long story short, we like Alan Partridge quite a lot. Um, fictional characters that we'd most like, most like to be friends with. As in, like, we'd go to the pub, we'd, we'd you oh, know, well. you'd invite them to your birthday. I'm not talking, like, real, real close friends. Well, I mean, they could become close friends, but, you know, friends, I'd say, yeah, yeah, that's my friend. I didn't listen to what you said. Fic, fic, that's because you're on the computer. Yeah. Leah's not podcasting today because she's on the laptop. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's doing. She's still playing uh, Ten Steps of Wikipedia, which we'll get to later. Um, I said, Leah, fictional characters that we'd like to be friends with. Take that. No, you didn't say take that. You no, said... I said take that as my answer. <laughs> what? Oh, oh. What did you say for? Um, I can't remember. Sometimes oh, we she sometimes Jack, we rehearse. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. Oh, yeah. Why? He'd back you up in a fight, wouldn't he? But you're never getting any fight. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I would never be scared of getting in a fight. Well, you were scared it like the other day, weren't you? From that very, very like strange person was, that was it was a gremlin <laughs> that appeared it from was, the darkness it was dark somebody it was a, watered him a short shuffling man shuffling behind me breathing very heavily I think that's that's something to be scared about I think if they were walking real close to you really definitely. close you should well, well we were about to collide but then I, I had to make that harsh decision, that tough decision whether to speed up or slow down so it's like, it's like when I, you should have screamed in, screamed in his face like I did to that guy the other wanna, day. I didn't want to make a scene. What if it was just... I made, I made a huge scene. I made a point of making a scene. Yeah. So much that I, I scared my, <laughs> my attacker away. He wasn't an attacker. But I did scream in his face because he startled me. I've never seen Jack Bauer anyway. I've never seen 24. But I, I think he'd, he'd be quite good. Is it Keith Sutherland? Yeah. It is, yeah. He was good in Stand By Me. And he looks exactly the same. He does, yeah. He's never aged. Never aged. No, he doesn't. He would... He's been through some stuff. Has he? In 24. Oh, right, <laughs> I thought you meant in real life. <laughs> I was like, ooh, gossip. He gets tortured, like, every day. He looked exactly the same as his dad as well. No, he doesn't. He does. He's he his dad. with a moustache. Have you never seen... Is his dad Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I never made that connection. Google Donald Sutherland. I want to know what he looks like. Not with the guy who looks a little bit like um, Magnum P.I. A bit like Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Is that Donald Sutherland? No. That's not his dad. That's not his dad. You're Googling it. Let's have a look. Oh my God, he looks exactly like him. Yeah, Yeah, he does. He looks nothing like Tom Selleck. I don't know where I've got that from. No, yeah, he looks exactly like him. Yeah. What, what's Donald Sutherland been in there? He's very familiar. Facial hair that threw me. Yeah. Oh, God. He's been in loads of Sutherland, hasn't he? Very much, yeah. Because, I mean, Sutherland, it's not a common name. No. I don't know why I've never put two and two together before. It's not. I mean, it's not 
like out of the ordinary, yeah. but it's not. You don't hear it it's every one day. Of those, you know, sort of like. It's in the Hunger Games. Like father. Like that's the one. Yeah, that's where I know him. He's the evil. The OC. Yes, he is. I love the OC. He is in the OC. Who is he in the OC? No, he's in. I was going to say. Just says OC. Maybe he is in the OC. It's a list of things. It means Order of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just jumped on it. Yes, he was in the OC. It was a hundred percent in the OC. And I know it. Yeah, I love the OC. I, I really, really. I loved his character. It, I loved. I loved his character. I loved Donald Sutherland in the OC. Say? Never, absolutely never in the OC. No, um, but a, I do know him in the Hunger Games. Canada. That is true. Canadian though. Yeah. Yeah. Keith Sutherland's not. Well, yeah. Well, they might be born in the United States you know, of like, America. All of those famous Americans that are actually Canadian. You know, like. Jim Carrey and people like that. And a, a lot of them... Alanis Morissette. No, not Alanis Morissette. Yeah, oh, here we go. Ryan Actually, Reynolds is Canadian. Keith Sutherland, British-born Canadian actor. Oh. Well, there's one for the for the books. It's like, there's so, there's so many. Honestly, like, you look at a huge, huge list of Canadian people. I love a go, good Canadian. Actually, the, yeah. Very kind people. Yes, I'd like to. Be f- I'd, I'd like to live in Cana- Canada. 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 I've only ever met one Canadian person. I've met it two Canadian people. It wasn't very nice. Yeah, so much, that's much nicer. Yeah. Uh, the two two Canadian people that I met were, were very nice. Is Justin Bieber Canadian? Am I making that up? Yeah, no, he is Canadian. That's, that's the exce- that's the exception that's to the rule. That's unfortunate. They're the second safest nation in the world, Canada. I can believe it. After the Swedish. I'd also like to live in Sweden. I'm drawn to safety, obviously. Who, 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 which fictional character would you like to be friends with? Jeff? Well, I was going to originally say the classic Agatha Christie character, Poirot, because I thought if I, if somebody tried to kill me, they might think twice. You but two then, are getting very violent with this. I've not jumped to this conclusion of thought, my actually, demise. No, because I wouldn't go to the pub with an I'd think you'd probably be a bit weird and prudish. So... And then I thought, again, I thought, Alex James from Blur, because we could eat cheese together. You but he's not fictional. Him, would you with Farrell? Yeah. Oh, does that have to be fictional? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that is the rules. That's the question, is fictional characters. Or oh, it would just be people we'd want to meet, we'd want to yeah. hang out with, and that is a completely Fine. different question. Okay, I mean... Um, <laughs> how, about, how about Watson? Like, but the modern version from Sherlock... Martin Freeman's Watson. Yeah. yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a decent guy. I think you could have a you know you because could go, you could have a nice you, conversation. You could go. He, he won't get he's, too he's rowdy. He's a pretty normal bloke. You know, he wants to go and have a legend with women. You could go to the pub with Watson quite happily, and then he but he'd could, have a good story. He'd, he'd have mint stories about what he's been up to with Sherlock, and of course Sherlock wouldn't be there because he's weird and he's a sociopath. Yeah, he doesn't really like the that's the social stuff. Yeah, that is a, that's yeah. So you deal all of the really cool stories, and you get the pub and probably have quite a good crack with him. I do the one Santana Lopez from Glee because I think she she's come out with the wise cat wise cracks and she's very good looking. Or also just someone like um, yeah, just someone normal. I had someone in my, in my mind. I can't remember it now. It was someone Watson-esque. Just like, you know, chilling, kicking back. Can't remember who it was now. It'll come to me. It'll come to me later in life. What was it? I think it was just someone someone normal. Miranda from the TV show Miranda on BBC One. 
No, actually, she'd embarrass me. No, I'd cringe every time I was around her. No, not Miranda. Yeah, probably Santana Lopez from Glee. I'd go out. Yeah. Oh, we, wow. could, we could hit some bars. She'd, she'd make some derogatory comments about me and I'd find it quite funny. Books, films, TV shows that you loved as a child but you now can't stand. I think that's quite a hard one. Um, I made this up. I, 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 I came up with this. I, I think it's hard. But... Power Rangers. Power Rangers used to scare me. I used to, used to, used to, to absolutely me. love Power Rangers when I was a kid. And in retrospect, I feel ashamed of myself for watching it. Mm, and I don't feel that way about anything else I've ever done. Power Rangers? Yeah. Power Rangers isn't that bad. I, I'm not... I, I mean, who's the queen in Power Rangers with the horns? Do you remember that one? No. The, the main villain, the woman. I know what you mean, but... The I'm one that was looked, in the film... No, no, it was definitely the series. She looked like a cross between a geisha and the devil. Yeah, she was like oriental looking, wasn't she? You're not thinking about the black yeah. queen she in... What's yeah, she was beauty? like... She had the she had the horns I know like that mean. on. What was her name? Look it up. Power Rangers. Power Rangers villain. There was always a fight, wasn't there? She, she absolutely... Yeah, she was getting to the big things. And no, 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 I mean, in like... She absolutely... Like, yeah. be a fight over what colour Power Ranger. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. What colour Power Ranger are you? Yellow. Because but you, not French. Well, you see, because all the boys wanted to be red originally, and then the whole thing happened, I can remember, because everybody then wanted to be the green Power Ranger, who turned into the... Nasty Power Ranger, and then went turned into a white Power Ranger, and it was all really weird and complicated and mental. And in retrospect, it was cheesy and tacky, and it really wasn't very good. Whereas you look at some other things that you used to watch, and you think, yeah, but it was the nineties, wasn't it? So it's always going to be like seem low budget now, isn't it? No, I don't mean like low budget. There's lots of things that are low budget. That was just tacky. I used to be forced to be the pink Power Ranger, but I really wanted to be the red Power Ranger. Why was red Power Ranger boy? No, I was wanted to be the red one. Or the black one. It didn't matter about it was a boy or a girl to me. I either wanted to be the red Power Ranger or the black Power Ranger, but they all made me be the pink Power Ranger because they were all... Grow a penis and then you can be the red Power Ranger. I've been trying... No, I've not been. Um... I can't really, like, I, I, I now, like, watch one, no, I don't now watch, but I think about, back to, like, TV shows that I watched, or cartoons that I watched when I was little, and there's a lot of, like, this so, like, Cow and Chicken, oh, you used good. to watch that, but that was, like, and that is so rude, well, yeah, you look at things like Cow and Chicken, it and makes Austin, me feel uncomfortable, like, though, that I used Stimpy. to watch that, did you ever watch yeah, Ren, Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy, I loved Ren and Stimpy, I used to watch Ren and Stimpy, though, um, well, at what felt like night, probably it was about 7pm. No, but it felt like night. Stimpy was on after the watershed, it was filthy. Yeah, it, yeah, it felt like night time, and I remember watching Red and Stimpy, and it felt like I was watching it in secret, and it, there was something kind of like a little bit adult about it, that when oh, I was a well, child, I couldn't really put my finger on. My now mum used now, to go to bed, like, and what? my dad used to come and get me, and say, oh, your mum's gone to bed, come and watch Red and Stimpy. That's so funny. I remember in Cow and Chicken, though, where... She's got, the cow's got, and my grandma, I used to watch it at my grandma's house, and she always used to make a comment at the cow's udders just flapping all over the place. Oh, yeah. But the cow used to have um, a toy, and the toy was called Crabs, and she lo- <laughs> there was an episode where she lost the toy, and she found it, and she ran down the street going, 
I've got crabs! And at the time, obviously, like, I didn't think anything of it. And I watched it, like, like years Ooh. later, just for a bit of nostalgia. I was like, oh, my God. How did I... How did they get away with the this? The horrible thing is that it was on, you know, like, Cartoon Network and stuff all the way through the day. And you think, yeah, okay, a lot of children's things have elements in that, you know... Obviously, to keep adults interested, so that you know can watch it. I know, but if it's some Cartoon but Network, is it? Some of that stuff is it was yeah. Risque. Oh, it was filth. <laughs> have you have you found out the the name of the the demon? What is what's the name? Rita Repulsa. That was it. Rita. Oh, terrifying, terrifying. And I, I don't remember ever like starting fights, but she just kind of looked very menacing at the power of the one that used to model the little putty things and put them on the little conveyor belt yes yeah yeah I, I think so I think so with the with the horns and the geisha makeup oh no she was terrifying I I, I remember getting because I used to watch it when I was getting ready for school and having to hide and I'd get ready in my parents room because they had a TV and I'm having to hide under the duvet when Rita Repulsa came on it's quite a good name though isn't it oh you can't be a bit of alliteration for a baddie Lex Luthor. Absolutely. Do you have any films, TVs, or shows, or books, or characters, Leah, that you loved as a kid but you now hate? Um, But I guess you've got like a little brother and sister, so you must watch. I've seen quite a lot of stuff now that you must despise. The only thing I could think of before was Keenan and Kel. Have you watched that recently? Awful. And it's cringe. It is quite cringe. Yeah, cringe. No, no. Yeah. Don't even do it. Yeah. I, I agree, but Keenan, um, Keenan, I can't think of his last name, but he's on SNL now, and he's actually really, really funny. There was a rumour, wasn't there? That, that Kel died. died. And it was... <laughs> this rumour went on for about ten years. He's killed... No, he's not dead, is he? No, he's not dead. Look it, let me look it up. Keenan Thompson, I think his name is, but Kel something. Well, I'll just search just put, is, is Kel dead? I don't think he is. But that rumour definitely went on for about ten years at least. Yeah, and the thing, every, the thing was every, every summer after school, yeah, Kel's dead. But it was everywhere in the country because it was clearly down in Manchester, old and up in Newcastle. We all thought that as well. Uh, you know, that's what we. Did. I don't it's think the rumor. I don't think the rumor started in Manchester. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you know. Yeah, no, everything's spread. It, it can yeah. just be like a little area thing, but. Generally no, it was, it was in America as well. Really? I know, yeah, definitely. Every like every summer coming back from school, a new a new term, Kel was dead. I don't know who started this. Like, what what must go through your mind? Kel from Keenan Kel is dead. T- tell everybody, is he dead? I'd feel really bad if he actually was now. Suspense. No, he's still alive. Oh God, thirty four. I've just started. I've just started working with someone who was born in 1995, and it made me feel really sad. 1995. 1995. Oh dear. And she's 18. That does make me feel a little bit old, but not. That makes me feel well old. 95. Well, yeah. 95. Yeah, but when were you born? 91. I know, but it seems a big difference. It seems even worse. For me, I was born in 1989. <laughs> yeah, but the extra sort of like two year thing, and yeah. the extra decade, you know, it's 
Old man. Old man. Song of the week. We've got two. What's your song of the week? You've got I... yours and it's super depressing. Yeah, it is super depressing, but it's an amazing song, really. It is an amazing song. It's Creep by uh, Radiohead. And I, I think, d- yeah, you've got you've got to appreciate that Radiohead are very miserable. But they are miserable. Unlike some other... Thumb York. Yeah. Unlike some other miserable music, it is actually really good. It is really good. But what I know that's your song of the week, but what makes it strange is that it's your song of the week... When you went out on like a boisterous boys trip out, oh, yeah, partying, was... and how like a boisterous like lads night out turned into Radiohead creep it's... being the song of the week. We were at we were at a bar in Leeds, and I was talking to my friend Nick, and uh, the leader of the tour came over, and he just was having this conversation about Nick about what kind of animal you and stuff and then for some reason Nick was talking about something and Nick didn't know who Radiohead were so we started singing that song to it to Nick and he didn't know what was going on and then it's just been in my head ever since and oh, okay. it just stuck there because when you said it when you said it like before I, I assume that when you were like traveling down to Leeds as a I, I imagined you all on a bus no, and like a coach, and you all si- and you all playing "Creep" by Radiohead on repeat, and I was like, "That's so depressing." <laughs> 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 That's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. No. <laughs> okay, that makes that makes more sense. Leah, what's your song of the week? Um, I think it is the Arctic Monkeys' new song. Why? It's alright. It's a good song. Tell us more. Um, no, you've heard it. <laughs> I have heard it. But it's a lot different from the the it's usual stuff. Yeah, it's a bit more. What did we call it before? You hip-hop. called it hip hoppy. Yeah, hip hoppy. It is a bit hip hoppy. It is a bit hip hoppy. It's hipping and it's hopping. But it's a good catchy song. It is a good song. What's it called again? Uh, you only call me when you're high. You only call me when you're high. I've kind of gone off Alex Turner though because of his whole new I don't, persona. I don't think it, I don't, I, I can't help but like the songs, to be honest. But yeah. I like the songs, I like the songs. I don't think of it as him singing. Something. Yeah, I know, it does make sense. I blame Alex Chung for him being all posh. Don't start, she's got a big fan base, though, wouldn't you? I like Alex Chung. I've always liked Alex Chung. I'm just saying that she's posh. Why? Because she's southern. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that makes that makes a, that makes a posh. I'm going to get a load of hate tweets. <laughs> no, I won't. I've got no followers. Um, my song... No, no one cares. My song of the week... Um, I, I, I'm still listening to Lana Del Rey. I don't know what it is. I've got her album, the Paradise Edition, on Spotify, and I've just listened to it ever since. I told you that I was listening to it about four weeks ago. And my new favourite song is American. American by Lana Del Rey, because I think it's good. And it's one of the songs that I can imagine making myself a music video to. Or you, making a, a music. You think that I hate her? Yeah, I do think you hate her. I don't hate her. No, I, I don't know why. Her. I think I've just like I've, I've, I've placed that on you. Yeah, I think you have. I've never said that. You've never said that. You've never shown any kind of immediate dislike to her. No. Any kind of dismissive behaviour to Lana Del Rey at all. In fact, I'd go to say that you're indifferent if you're if not in, in enjoyable enjoying. 
Lana Del Rey. Leah doesn't hate Lana Del Rey. I really like Lana Del Rey. My song of the week is American. Should we talk about Ten Shades of Wikipedia? Mm-hmm. Ten Shades of Wikipedia was a game invented by Leah Navesy on this day. Did you invent it today? You invented it, yeah, it was today. Yeah, today. But, no, you've got rid of my evidence. Yeah, Did you have evidence? Describe the evidence. Well, no, I can't. Not the evidence of the game. It was the evidence of the challenge you sent me last time. Oh, well, oh did you win it? it? No, I didn't win it, but there was no page for Venetian Blind. Oh, okay. Basically, Ten Shades of Wikipedia is a game that Leah came up with. And um, so you start on a Wikipedia page. You let your friends choose. It can be completely random. And you have ten clicks... It all has to be with Wikipedia. It has to be with the little blue links. So you have to go with one topic to another completely unrelated topic in 10 clicks. So just for reference, so Jack went from Pokemon to Jamie Redknapp, which is a British, I want to say footballer. Mm. Who? Jamie Redknapp. Definitely a footballer, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he's. I think he's played football. He did for a very long time play. Yeah. <laughs> this is a joke that they have with him when he's on a exactly. league of their own, isn't it? So, so Jack went from Pokemon to Jamie Redknapp, which is an English football or soccer player, in ten moves, and he managed to do it. I then got challenged to get from Jackson 5 to Branston Pickle, which is an English condiment, um, in ten moves. I did not do that. Um, Leah blew us out all out of the water by getting from the Cleveland Cavaliers, a American uh, basketball team, my team that I support, to Doritos, did it in five clicks. Um, one of it, one of the links was uh, the Irish potato. No, it was the Irish famine. Yeah, which took me onto potatoes. So there we go. Which took her onto potato chips. How did you get from the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Irish potato family? She clicked on Toronto. And then, and then Toronto was the I, something to do with You see, Irish it's, a, it's a skill game. It's a skill game. You've got, to, you've got to choose your links carefully. Jack then did Stevie Ray Vaughan discography. Don't know who it is, but I assume it's a musician. To photo frame. He did that. Um, and then I, 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 I brought myself back by going from dill, as in the herb, or herb, if you're American, <laughs> to the Franco-Prussian War. So basically, that's that's the game. That is that is that is ten shades of Wikipedia. Go from one Wikipedia link to another completely unrelated Wikipedia link in ten clicks of the little blue 